go pick up the phone, talk to Lomas Brown on the Meyer guest line from the Lions Radio Network, former Lion grade. And Lomas, I was just talking with Frank Schwab from Yahoo.com about 30 minutes ago, and I asked him the question, surprise playoff teams in the AFC and NFC. He said AFC won't be a surprise because it's so loaded. But he said the Lions in the NFC. Oh, wow. Yeah. Wow. Wow. That, that, that's, well, that, a, that's a three wowser. That, that's a wow, wow, wow. Yeah. That's a that's a stunner there. It, it really is huge. I mean, I mean, I know a lot of people are expecting a lot of big strides from the Lions this year, and I definitely know that they're going to play better. They're going to be a better team than last year. Uh, I don't expect to see any forty-four to six games like what happened versus Philadelphia last year. Uh, but huge, we still got some. It's still some tough opponents. Still, and I don't think the NFC. I know the AFC. They're loaded, especially like you say the AFC West. But the NFC, it's not too shabby either. I mean, when you talk about the Bucks and you talk about the Saints, you talk about Philadelphia, you talk about Dallas is another team they've been talking about. Of course, in our division, you talk about Green Bay, maybe Minnesota. Uh, but, you know, I don't think, the, you know, then you look at the NFC West with all the teams out there, you know, with San Fran and, you know, all the teams in Arizona that they got out there. I don't think the NFC is as weak or as far behind the AFC as a lot of people think. So I still think it's going to be a tough road in the NFC to try to get into the playoffs. How do the Lions get in? When you look at the roster, when an outsider with a viewpoint not locked into any connection to the Lions, the state of Michigan, Detroit, none of that, why do you think he would look at this team and think they could be the surprise team in the NFC this year? Well, I mean, again, I I know he's looked at this coaching staff, so I know that's got to be a motivating factor, which is a motivating factor for me. These guys, these coaches are going to refuse to let these guys play bad. You know, I just think, and keep them on the team. So I think it's going to be a heightened level of accountability uh, with the coaching staff and with these players on the team. The other thing I look at, too, I'm thinking that he thinks that we're not going to be one of these teams, these explosive teams, meaning, you know, you're going with these five-play 80-yard drives or five-play 90-yard drives. I think they're looking at us as being more of a team that's going to have to grind out drives. So looking at us as a team that's going to go on a 10-play, a 12-play, 14-play drive. Um, And I, I, I think by that happening, I think, one, you keep the opposing offense on the sideline, and two, that helps your defense from the standpoint of making adjustments, getting rest, and keeping them off the field, too. So I, I think those probably are the reason why they think we'll be more of a ball control team, so we'll take the air out the ball, so the teams won't have as many opportunities on the offensive side of the ball to put points up against our defense, and hopefully our offense should be where we think is going to be a huge, which should be the, the catalyst for this team, especially our offensive line. What about that O-line uh, with no Vitae in there? Uh, when you look at uh, Kramer being banged up, uh, you know, you're, 
you haven't had that group play together. You could have to patchwork it uh, on that right side. Uh, your thoughts on that impact in the Eagles game on Sunday? Yeah, I hate to see it. I hate to see it, you know, especially all the work they put in doing training camp and not for that offensive line, those five guys to be together. I sure hate seeing that. Um, I think we do. I think with the play that our backups got last year, Evan Brown, Kramer, uh, Matt Nelson, I think with the play that a lot of those guys got last year, um, it should bode well for those guys being able to step in there. But it's nothing like having your star in the offensive line or your star is in there on the offensive line. I think, yeah, I think the adjustment is that they're going to have to make some adjustments. You're definitely going to have to do that. And the one thing I was saying, Huge, was I thought that the one thing we, we were going to have to do against Philly this year or Sunday is we're going to have to start early. We, we're not going to be able to wait. Last year, watching that 44-6 game, you know, it was like we were walking in quicksand, man. Everything was so slow. We weren't there emotionally into the game. So, of course, Philadelphia jumped on us. This year, it needs to be the opposite. We need to come out and try to set the tempo because it's going to be one and loss up front. You better believe it. They're bringing in a great defensive line, and they're bringing in the number one offensive line. So we're going to have to win our battles at that line of scrimmage, but you're going to have to start early. You can't wait to the second quarter, the third quarter, to try to get tempo you got to come out the gate from the opening whistle with tempo and being willing to dominate the line of scrimmage. That measuring stick from last year to this year on where the team has gone from Campbell to the coaches to the changes to the draft to the offseason, hard knocks down the list, you're going to get a comparison on Sunday from Eagles, Lions, and Detroit in 2021 Eagles, Lions, in Detroit, 2022 this Sunday. That really is a gauge game. Not necessarily if they have to win it, but let's say they lose 27-24. It's a great game till late in the fourth quarter. They give up a crappy field goal, but they play them tough considering what happened a year ago. I really think this game has much more meaning than just a win or a loss. I agree. I agree 100% with you. And I'm also make this statement, which won't be a popular statement, but if that does happen, a 27-24 loss, it's a moral victory. And I know Coach Campbell, if he's listening to me right now, I know he's cringing, and I know those players are cringing hearing me say that. But, hey, you take that. You take it. And, and, and if that game, like you say, if it ends the way it ends, you have to look at it as a moral victory. You just have to, and you have to build upon that. You take your small victories. I think with this team, you got to take small victories away. And a victory may not be a victory. It may be a close loss. It may be a hard-fought loss. But you, you have to look at it in terms of, of victories for us. So I know, Hughes, we want to win all the games. That's what they're in the business to do. That's why you play the game is to win the game. But we know where we are right now. We know what we're trying to build to. And if you could play a Philadelphia team tough like that, you know, a team that some people have going to the Super Bowl, some people have winning the NFC East with that team. 
if you could take a small victory away from the first game of 2022 going up against a team like that, you take it. You take it and you build upon that. And like I say, I know that's not popular to hear coming from me, but I'm being realistic. You take what you can from some of these games. Thomas Brown from the Lions Radio Network. We'll hear from Dan Miller later in the show talking about the Lions and Eagles. Their opener Sunday for both teams in Detroit. Lions are a four-point home underdog uh, from last year to this year, Lomas. Uh, on this roster that's go- rolling in and healthy uh, to play Sunday, give me the most improved offensive players, top three, and the most improved defensive players. Wow. So I'm going to say... I'm going to stay off the line. I'm going to say definitely I, I, I'm expecting Amar Ross St. Brown to keep uh, keep elevating his game. I really am. I'm just looking forward to that. I'm definitely looking forward to T.J. Hawkinson doing the same with his game. I think he could have a big, big year over there. And, you know, I, I, I just got to look at Jared Goff because Jared is going to have to take a step. He's going to have to. There's no ill fans or butts about it. He's going to have to take a big step um, up uh, this year for us to win. Um, and then if I look at the defensive side of the ball, I'm definitely looking at Alex Anzalone. You know, he's the guy that's going to have the green dot on the back of his helmet. He's the quarterback of the defense. And we know it's going to be a lot of pressure on our linebacker positions, especially with us going to this fourth, this wide 4-3 defense. I'm also looking at Big Aleem McNeil to have a good year. The big fella, man, he's he holding down that middle. So I'm expecting him to make a second-year jump. And then my, my other guy is going to be Tracy Walker. I mean, Tracy got the contract here. Tracy, to me, can be the un, undivided leader on that defensive side of the ball. And I, people just don't realize how important that safety position is because that safety position kind of can control the run and the pass versus the defense. So those are probably the six guys that I'm looking at that I'm really going to put, you know, look at them as having a lot of pressure on them to kind of bring the whole team up and to also bring their level of play up to where they could be dominant, dominant players out on the field. Lomas Brown from the Lions Radio Network joining us on the Meyer Guest Line here on the Huge Show across Michigan. What are you hearing out of Allen Park on when Jamison Williams will make his Lions debut? Oh my God, I can't wait, Huge. I just, I just can't wait to see that speed on the field at full tilt. I just can't wait to see that because, I, I, I mean, I'm licking my chops because of how fast they say this guy is. From what I'm hearing, I'm still hearing kind of like the October time frame, you know, for him. And I, I don't – it don't matter to me, Hughes, as long as when he comes back – He's fully healthy. As long as they let him get fully healthy, I don't care if it took a year for that to happen. I just want him fully healthy. I just want to see that speed on display because I know it's going to be something special to see this young man run the way he can run, take the top off of the defense. He's going to create so many other opportunities for the receivers, for the running backs, 
for the tight ends because of what he'll be able to threat that he'll be to those safeties. Somebody They're going to have to keep somebody over the top of him because of that speed. So I can't wait to see him. So all I want them to do is make sure he's healthy before they put him out there on the field. Before they go, Lomas, what's your prediction? Eagles-Lions Sunday at Ford Field. Oh, man, I think it's going to be a – I'm expecting a lot, lot better game than what I've been sitting down watching from last year. Um, huge I, – I, you know what? I wouldn't even be shocked if it was what you said, 27-24 game, a three-point game. You know, but I do think Philly got – I think they just got too much for us right now. But I do think it should be a better game than we talked about and that we witnessed last year. That's what I'm looking for. Lomas, I can hear the excitement in your voice. You'll be there uh, with T.J. Lang and Dan Miller on the Lions Radio Network Sunday, Philly in town at Ford Field. Lomas, always appreciate your time. Absolutely huge. Anything for you, my man. All right, back at you. Lomas Brown joining us on the Meyer Guest Sign. And Meyer, proud to be longtime partners with your Detroit Lions.